Evening. Thank you for coming. Continuing in our discussion on the Hilchot Rosh Hashanah, we had mentioned this morning, Kodim So before we fulfill the mitzvah of Tikiat Shofar, we say the bracha of Lishmoa Kol Shofar, to hear the blast of the Shofar, and we say the bracha of Shechianu. Here the Ramah adds, so these are the brachot that we're going to make. It doesn't make a difference whether uh, this is the first time uh, the person is fulfilling the mitzvah, let's say they're on their own, or if they're, they already have fulfilled their obligation, they're helping someone else, still they're going to uh, make these brachot. Still the person who's blowing the shofar, so he's going to be making these two brachot. Okay, the uh, Mishnah Bura says, uh, if I can find my place, Oshikvar Yatsa. He says, He says, the truth is, the Achronim say that it shouldn't be the Baltikia in the event, sorry, let me back that up. If he's already fulfilled his obligation, let's say we're having a second uh, chauffeur blowing taking place at, where is it? At five o'clock at, at the aquatic center. Ooh, wow, very, okay. So if we're gonna have a second chauffeur blowing at the aquatic center, uh, at five o'clock on the second day of Rosh Hashanah. So then, it's not necessarily the Baltic who makes the bracha. The people who are coming, they should make the bracha. That's what the Achronim uh, decide. And that's, Unless they don't know how to make the bracha on their own, so then good, let the Baltic do it. But otherwise, he is going to do it, uh, sorry, they're going to do it on their own. Uh, if they don't know it, so he will make the bracha on their behalf. Okay? Uh, he says, he says the established practice is that anyway we have one person make the bracha uh, on behalf of uh, everyone. He says that's the uh, established practice. Might be Sharatim brings down that maybe uh, it's he says says only if it's less than 10 people, everyone makes the bracha on their own. says, even if they all know how to make the bracha, in that case, you have one person do it on behalf of everyone. Meaning once there's a minion, right, we have this idea of berovam hadra melech, that we could uh, perform mitzvah in a larger multitude, it brings greater glory to the king. So he says, if there isn't a minion present, and that is more likely than not, I think, the case at these second chauffeur blowings, usually a lot of women who weren't able to make it earlier, right? I'm not judging anyone, obviously, right? Okay, I almost had to go once to the second chauffeur blowing. Long story, not for tonight, but uh, it was pretty wild. Thank God I didn't have to go. But uh, if there isn't a minion, uh, so we said that in theory, everyone's going to make the bracha uh, on their own. Once there is a minion, you'll have one person do it on behalf of everyone. But we said the established practice is really one person usually does it on behalf of everyone. Um, that's, uh, that's that. One last point that Mr. Burr brings over here. He says, uh, If a person's unsure whether or not they heard, uh, they've fulfilled the mitzvah of Tikiat Shofar. He puts in uh, brackets here, Onatalulav, Biyom Aleph. Or they're unsure whether they, uh, they fulfilled the mitzvah of Nisilat Lulav, taking the Lulav on the first day of Sukkot. So he says, in both of those instances, if we're talking about the first day, Shuminat Torah, where the obligation is biblical in nature, so then, Tokea Veinomivarich. So then he would bowl the shofar or uh, take the Lulav, but they would not make the bracha. Because in general, we say, when it comes to a mitzvah midoraita, if it's a biblical mitzvah, so if it's a situation of safek, of doubt, we say, err on the side of caution, fulfill the mitzvah. But regarding the bracha on the mitzvah, there we typically assume that you err on the side of caution and you don't make the bracha. So in this case, he would hear tzikiyat shofar again, no bracha would be made, or he would shake the lulav, but he would not make the bracha beforehand. That's only on the first day. But beyond bet, on the second day, she'enu elami divrei sofrim, the obligation is divrei sofrim, a little bit controversial, but it not on the level. It's not a, obviously it's not biblical in nature. 
not necessarily rabbinic in nature, it's something else, right? But it's not biblical. So in that case, if he's in a situation of doubt, so then you would not have to hear it to catch shofar again. You're, you're more than welcome to, right? But you wouldn't even have to hear the shofar again. You wouldn't have to take the lulav uh, again because uh, since it's not on the level of it's not biblical in nature, so on, uh, if it's a situation of doubt, you don't have to uh, worry about it. Yes, sir. Yep. Does that status change if you don't go on the first day? I don't think so. Yeah. Good. Rabbi Hanan, Rabbi Kasher, Rabbi Kasher, Rabbi Kasher, Rabbi Kasher, Rabbi Kasher, Rabbi Kasher, Rabb